everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show here at Studio 22. The mothership, Puppet Master Mark, driving us into the nether regions. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, is all things in control. Look at her. She looks lovely with her little braid and her hair. Look at you. Got it on both sides, don't you? That's one of those Aztec methods, isn't it? Yeah. Herbert the Silent Deer, the look of shock on his face. Same face he made when the truck hit him. Hey, guys, I just want to let you know that the thing that's more dangerous and scary than COVID-19 is Biden 20. Don't forget it. Today is Barack Obama's birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. President. And the banks are open. Hard to believe. Can't believe this is not a national holiday already. Uh, you know, I saw some celebrities and even some people that I know in the music industry who are saying, happy birthday, Mr. President, we miss you. I love how these celebrities like to virtue signal and act like Trump is the worst thing that's ever happened in their life when they know they've been spending the last 25 years of their professional life whoremongering all over the country. So don't act like you're so special. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Don't you miss the days of being able to see the first lady on the cover of Vanity Fair and Vogue and all of these beautiful magazines. But instead, we got a smoke show named Melania, and nobody ever gets to see her. Why is nobody talking about Bill Clinton being accused of being on the island while the orgies were happening, allegedly, with the late Jeffrey Epstein? Candace, I went back and was watching our specials. Over the weekend, I was watching our specials, yeah. which really and truly probably deserves a, an award. Like, I don't know if that's a Pulitzer I don't know what you give podcasts that are that great. Uh-huh. A potty. There you, That's what we're going to call it. Yeah. The potties. Yeah. I the think potty that sounds awards. like a right, appropriate award show. Yeah. That. I think our show belongs in the potty. Yeah. And if anyone's like <laughs> shocked about all the news that's coming out, they should have watched our show, you know, last year it. in November. We called it all. We called it. And now guess what's going on? Bill Gates. The media is now talking about Bill Gates. Bill Gates has a $40 million private jet. Why in the F is Bill Gates on Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express? He can fly himself anywhere he wants to in the world. And don't forget, Bill and Melinda Gates, one of the biggest charities on the planet, if not the biggest charity on the planet. You know what they do? They help save young girls. And what Jeffrey Epstein do? Imported them. Southeast Asia, South Africa, Europe. He imported them in. Why is Bill Gates, the head of the biggest charity that helps young women around the world, why is he on the Lolita Express? Doesn't make sense to me, Candace. We call this stuff, you know, I, and, and nobody's talking about Bill Clinton, though. Can you imagine if there was a woman that accused Donald Trump of being on Epstein's island, having flown on the Lolita Express while underage girls were there and sexual activity was being engaged in? Can you imagine it would be all the news would be talking about? It would be everything. They'd be following everybody with the last name Trump around asking them questions, but not one single word about William Jefferson Clinton. Bill Clinton didn't kill himself. You heard it here first. Hey, I couldn't believe we were being evicted from our home that we didn't sell. That's what Deborah said when she learned she was the victim of home title fraud, a devastating crime that can cost you your home. And title fraud's not covered by insurance or common identity theft services. The only folks to trust to protect your home's title is Home Title Lock. Cyber thieves discovered the titles to their home, and they are kept online for everybody to find they can forge your name on your deed stating you sold your home and then refile as the new owner and in deborah's case she didn't know she was a victim until the eviction notice arrived home title lock puts a virtual barrier 
around your home's title. The instant they detect tampering, they mobilize to shut it down. So first things first, today I want you to go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address. See if you're already a victim. They'll let you know. You may not know it. Then use code CHAD for 30 free days of protection. That's code CHAD at HomeTitleLock.com. We're going to be right back with our good friend, special guest, Bryson Gray. Hey guys, welcome back. We tried to do this last week, but the president called and, you know, didn't call me. He called our guest and that always takes precedent when the president calls. So Bryson Gray, my good buddy, he's uh, on Skype now from North Carolina. Bryson, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? What's up, man? I'm doing amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing good, especially since I sat there and listened to your song 10 times last night while I was <laughs> laying there trying to go to bed, and then I was all hyped up and I couldn't go to sleep. You got the, you got the new uh, album that just dropped, MAGA Season. That thing, it started out on Billboard, didn't it? It ranked. Yep. The first two weeks it was out, it was on Billboard, and I literally had no marketing plan or budget. I literally just tweeted it, posted it on Instagram. And then and then ended up doing bats, which is insane. Yeah, we had, you and I were together in uh, South Dakota of all places. We were up there. Trump did his. Uh, I won't call it a rally. He did the speech. It was a very unifying speech. A lot of people called it. They called it racist, like everything else Trump does. Did you? I mean, you heard the speech. Did you take anything out of that? What I thought was a massively unifying and patriotic speech at Mount Rushmore there on the third of July. Did you take anything racist out of that? I didn't, but I don't think my opinion matters that much because I've been called a white supremacist. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I say it doesn't matter, but to me, that was one of his best speeches ever. Yeah, I, I would rank it up there top three, at least, if not the best. It, it was really, really good. And it was honest because, you know, it was one of those times where Trump kind of stayed on script. Now, you and I are probably a lot alike in that. I like it when he goes off script and gets real. And, and, you know, I have people all the time who say Trump would be great if he would just stay off of Twitter. And those are Trump supporters. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, no disrespect to Trump supporters. I love them all. But uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the reason he got elected is because of the tweets. It's because of his personality. Because I'm like that. And I know you're like that from, me, yeah. from meeting you. So it's like, I like when he goes off script. I like when he says things as common sense, but seemingly seemingly controversial. I think the Trump supporters that say that, I think those are the Trump supporters that um, that wish he could appeal more to the left. But I don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I love Trump here the way he is. I love it, too. And the people that talk about appeal to the left, you can't appeal to the left anymore. You know, th- th- unfortunately, that's just not possible. I mean, the idea of partisan politics, when a guy like you gets called a white supremacist, how do you appeal to anybody like that? Do you even try anymore? No, no, well, I never try because me, I'm the type of person to where if I say something, I mean it or meant it. And uh, I, I stand on what I say and I know what I'm talking about nine times out of ten when I'm talking. Now, sometimes I don't. But most of the time, I know what I'm talking about. And uh, so it's no point for me to try to pander. I call, I mean, for me, that, that's, that's what pandering is. We try to pander to somebody in hopes to get their support. But in my view, it's like, why would you want support from somebody that has the opposite core values? So uh, I, don't, I don't like trying to appeal to people who we don't need to appeal to. Yeah. You know, when you talk about the left, right? I don't, I don't even think of them as the left anymore. 
I, I don't even think of Donald Trump as being far right. I think the left has gone so far left and jumped off the cliff that a guy who is a centrist, if not a moderate and very pro-American is made to look far right when he's really not that way at all. I mean, is there any hope for the left in when I say that I'm talking about I miss classical liberals right I miss JFK liberals I miss uh, the folks that were even keel and critical thinkers but were what were really more like libertarians today and but tolerance is out the window is there any hope for the left in America today I don't think so um, because they're they're only going further left um, which is causing a lot of the moderates to move to the right. And uh, you, you hit on something that's very important that I actually agree with, that I never thought about like this. A lot of those classical liberals consider themselves libertarians now. Yeah. So like, because, because you know, we used to agree all on the same things. We used to agree on our constitution, agree on our freedoms, and then maybe disagree on the economy, maybe disagree on some certain social issues. Mm-hmm. But now, but now it's like the far, the left, they don't even want to be America no more. They want to turn to God knows what. And then you have people on this side who still enjoy our freedoms, our second amendment, first amendment, you know, things of that nature. So uh, I, I don't think, I think they're a little farther left because the, um, the people that were considered moderates back in the day are catering to the far left. Yeah. And this idea of everybody being extreme far right wing, I don't relate to those folks at all. Uh, and I see them. I see them. They're out there. Right. But it, and, and that's the thing. And I'll say this before we go to break and we'll come back with more Bryson Gray. Uh, I, I relate far more with a guy like Dave Rubin, who's married to a dude named Dave, right? I, I relate more to his politics, who has been a classical liberal his whole life, than I do Bubba that's in the trailer park who's out there talking smack on the right side. I, I mean, that's just where I live right now, Bryson. I mean, I, let, let's do this. Let me tell, I'm going to go to a break. Look, we're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. When's the last time you looked at how much you're spending every month on car insurance, homeowner's insurance? Now's the time you need to check out Gabby, G-A-B-I. See how getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have is so easy to do. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, all the ones you know of. Just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you're going to be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. That's exactly what I did. They saved me a ton of money, about 20% on annual. Gabby customers are saving about $825 per year on average, and if they can't find you savings like they did for me, they're going to tell you. They won't even let you sign up. So you can relax knowing that you got the best rate out there. They're never going to sell your info. So you don't have to worry about spam, no robocalls. It's totally free to check your rate. There's no obligation. I want you to take two minutes today or tonight and see how much you can save on your car and your homeowner's insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash watch Chad. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash watch Chad. Gabby.com slash watch Chad. Back with Bryson Gray in a minute. Bryson Gray is on with us. Where are you at? You're in North Carolina. You're at home, right? Yes, sir. Greensboro, North Carolina. Greensboro. We used to call it uh, Sodom, Greensboro. We used to call it Sodom because <laughs> we were in college and I was getting a master's degree in South Carolina. We'd go up to my buddy's place in Greensboro and we'd get in trouble. So we used to call it Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> Sodom and Greensboro is what we call it. 
I don't get into all that stuff. That's why I always tell people I've done enough questionable stuff in my life. I ain't going to die from picking my nose and getting coronavirus. <laughs> you got the new album out, uh, Magazine. It's great, dude. I love it. I love everything about it. Let me ask you a question. You catch the flack just like everybody else. Our friends, we've had everybody on here from David Harris Jr., Brandon Tatum, Hodge Twins. Everybody's been on this show, right? And it's always the same thing. I get tired of talking about the idea that people are getting called coons and Uncle Toms and stuff like that. That junk just gets old, right? But what this this BLM stuff. And look, do Black Lives Matter? Duh. Yeah, they do. But the BLM as an organization, an organization that's raised a billion dollars in seven years of its existence, done, in my opinion, nothing for the black community, right? What's your overall thought about this thing? Like, it bugs me. I was in Tulsa, right? And I see the BLM marches going on during the Trump rally, and I saw one black dude in the entire parade. I mean, what's up with that? I actually, uh, I was at a Back to Blue rally in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, we, we at the rally, the, the BLM people, they came and pretty much crashed it. It was about 40 of them. And it was so interesting with me watching it. The first thing I saw was this... Um, was this white guy was about six two? He had one of them shirts on that like stopped right here. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, okay, what are, what is this? <laughs> and they all had Black Lives Matter posters. I kid you not, fifty percent of them were white, and the women were like three hundred pounds with colored hair, and all <laughs> all the guys were like obviously gay. And then yeah. the the fifty percent that were black, all the girls was again. 300, 400 pounds. Uh, and then all the guys on that side also look gay. And I'm like, what, is, what, what organization is this? And then I didn't even see no regular Black Lives Matter signs. They all had, it all said Black Trans Lives Matter or yeah. Black Queer Lives Matter. I said, okay, buddy. Yeah. I was driving into the studio this morning. There was a billboard on the interstate that said uh, Black Businesses Matter. I'm like, how, how do I at what point in time was it OK for me to go out and start trying to figure out which businesses were black and which businesses were white in order I could know which one in order to know which ones I could be a patron of? I mean, how do you even determine stuff like that? It's gotten nonsensical when 6000 people show up for a black trans lives rally in the middle of a pandemic in the epicenter of it in New York. It's insane. I didn't know there were that many black trans lives to matter. I mean, where they all come from? Where they come from? This is all, this is all new to me I'm just, yeah I'm just, back yeah. in my day we called it we called back in my day we call it transvestite yeah i don't know they, these some new names now now i start <laughs> looking around going earl are you uh <laughs> <laughs> I, like what who do i not really know that's in my life sean you uh bro you got secrets <laughs> hey, that's what i'm saying hey, that is, any woman with an extra strong face i look yeah. out for now i'm like <laughs> yeah, I, d- anyway, dude, it, it's gotten ludicrous, man. Joe Biden, what do you think his chances are? Zero percent. I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that guy, he can't even. Have you watched one of his speeches? Like, yeah, unfortunately. Like, listen, my mother, who are you? She cussed me out today for saying something about George Floyd. She is a Democrat. Yeah. She said she can't vote for Joe Biden. She said something is obviously wrong with that man. She thinks he has <laughs> dementia. Because my grandmother, uh, God bless her, has dementia. And she said, you can tell somebody has it when you look into their eyes. She was like, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Like, in my mama mind, it's, no, it's not even a question. This is not yeah. a Trump supporter. She's a Democrat, for real. Yeah. <laughs> no, my father had dementia a couple of years before he passed away. And he, you would see it in the eyes, right? Like, he's trying to, he's trying to figure out 
not just who you are in that moment, but where he is in that moment. And it changes instantly. And you can see that with Joe. And that's not me being critical. That's me being sympathetic because I really do feel sorry for the man. I feel like they put him up against this thing. He's a puppet, right? They can control him. And I hope I hope to God that you don't get coronavirus and wind up leaving the planet. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, because now and I've been saying this for six to eight months that there's no way they let him debate Donald Trump. And now, sure enough, ex-Obama aide comes out and says he shouldn't debate Donald Trump. Now what they're saying is, well, Donald Trump doesn't deserve to debate Joe Biden. He mopped the floor with him. (laughs) Come on. Joe Biden versus Trump in a debate. Everybody on either side knows it's not a good idea. Trump will wipe the floor with him. And so, I mean, but I've heard about like two months ago, somebody said something about maybe Joe Biden shouldn't debate Trump. And now you see the uh, Obama ex-A coming out saying it and now CNN starting to talk about it. Uh, and then they're trying to spin it and make it seem like, well, Trump doesn't deserve a debate because he's bigoted and racist and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, they know that Trump will wipe the floor with him. It would be ugly. And the other thing that I said was whenever they do it, now mark my word, if they have the debate, they're going to call it elder abuse. That's what they're going to call it. They're going to say Trump was engaged in elder abuse. He was being mean. Wouldn't let Joe talk. Wouldn't let Joe get his point across. All of this stuff. It's insane, dude. And what you saw the latest body cam footage of the George Floyd thing, right? Yes. You brought that up. Did that change your opinion at all on any yes. of that? What, mm, do, what yes. do you think? And as a person who tells everybody to wait for the facts before they have an opinion, uh, I, I would say they got me with this one because I was like 100% on board with the police officers being 100% in the wrong uh, just yeah. from seeing because because he was yelling out, I can't breathe, and he still had his foot, his hand, you know, his uh, knee on his neck while the dude yelling out, uh, I can't breathe. I feel like anybody who saw that said, you know, the police officers 100% in the wrong. But then when you watch the body cam footage, you realize he was saying he couldn't breathe before the cop even touched him. Yeah. Like, literally, he was obviously on drugs. He was saying he's going to die. He's been shot before. He said his mother just died. And, and it's just like, this, this guy was obviously on drugs. He was obviously resisting arrest. He asked to be pit on the ground. He literally asked. They were trying to pin him in a police car. And he said he was claustrophobic. And they and then he asked to be pit on the ground. Yeah. And then... uh. Uh, I, I don't know how many autopsy reports are out, but the one I just read, I literally just read it like four or five minutes ago. The autopsy report I read said that his death had nothing to do with any knee on his neck. And, it, and it's, it's very interesting to me. So I still I still don't think the police officer should have had his knee on somebody's neck for seven minutes straight. But was it really that much pressure on it? Like Now, now I just don't know. Yeah, there's no way to, to gauge that. Uh, it was definitely ugly. Everything we knew, I agree with 100% of what you said. I was completely on board with everything being wrong, but I'm sitting here going, I don't care if you're black, white, or as our friends, diamond and silk say, polka dot or pinstripe. I don't care if they say, put your hands on a steering wheel, put your damn hands on a steering wheel. If they say, put your hands on your head, put your hands on your head. Don't keep taking them off and then screaming, don't shoot me, man. Don't shoot me. I mean, where does that come from? I mean, I I, I understand the fear, but obviously he was high as a kite. Yes. Yeah. And I, I the, the one thing I could say with 100% I think accuracy is that watching the body cam footage, that had nothing to do with racism. Like racism played no part in that situation at yeah. all. Because if you, if people look at the footage, the two, black friends that was with George Floyd, the police didn't take them and do the same thing. 
Right. You know, so I mean, it obviously had nothing to do with racism. And yeah. George, he was just high as a kite, man. It, it was, to me, just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, I mean, if it was racism, they could have choked out every black person in the circum- in the circle <laughs> right there. I mean, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody would have been going to jail or something. I know. I got to get black, man. I got to get black so I can get invited to the White House. I don't understand what this deal is. Trump's a horrible racist. He I've been to the White House like, what, three times? Yeah. I mean, I'm white, dude. I can't. It's the cowboy hat, I think. I can't get invited to the White House. David Harris, every time I call him, I'm like, what you doing? I'm going to D.C. <laughs> I'm like, bro, dude, man, can I get in your luggage? <laughs> hey, I see some things. I'm like, dang, what am I doing? Why am I not invited to this thing? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Guys, if y'all aren't following Bryson on social media, real Bryson Gray on Instagram, that's for the spot where you need to be. And it's the same address on Twitter, right? Yeah, it's real Bryson Gray on Twitter and on Instagram is Bryson Creates. Creates, that's right. Creates yeah. on on Instagram. What about Parlor? You over there on that yet? Yes, sir. Uh, it's real Bryson Gray on Parlor also. Okay, yeah. that And I knew it was Bryson Creates on one of them. I couldn't remember which one it was, but that's the Instagram. So yeah. that's the good stuff over there. Get over there, listen to the music, check it out. And the beauty of what Bryson does, and like I said, Bryson and I, we performed on the same stage together a couple of months ago. Well, it was last month uh, yep. on, on the 4th of July. We were there on the 4th of July in South Dakota. You keep your music clean. And that's one of the things that is kind of a, a claim to fame for you. And that's kind of been a good motivation. Yeah, it's it's 100 percent clean. I don't I do not use profanity. Um, and it's about God. It's about family. It's about supporting this country. It's about supporting the president. Listen, I'm a, I'm a conservative. And um, I meant to add this on what you said earlier, but I'm not going to lie. I might be sort of far right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you might be. Yeah, you might be. I, I, I might be, you know, but <laughs> but yeah. That's so my music awesome. just about my music is just about conservative values. So uh, with no profanity, man, something you can vibe to. Yeah, Bryson Gray, follow him. Bryson creates on Instagram at Real Bryson Gray on Twitter and on Parlor. Thank you, buddy. We're gonna catch up soon, and we gonna do what we talked about. All right, Please. we're going to put that thing together and we're going to do it. Hey, listen, if you haven't noticed, a lot of you guys, your hair is not looking as full as it used to look. Yeah, losing your hair sucks. It's no fun. So I want to give you some options, right? You can go to your doctor for hair loss treatment prescriptions, and it's going to cost you a lot of money when you go to the pharmacy. You're going to go broke. And it's, it's expensive trying not to go bald. Just ask me. I'll tell you. But. You can try Keeps from the comfort of your own home right there on the couch. You're going to get the same doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatment. But Keeps, K-E-E-P-S, offers the generic versions for about half the price. And one more thing you're going to love about Keeps, it's all done online. So you answer a few questions, snap a few pics of that naughty head you got, show them your hair, and a licensed doctor is going to review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's going to be shipped directly and discreetly to your home home so don't make unnecessary trips to the doctor don't go to the drugstore when you can do it all from your house let me get you started with a good deal go to keeps k-e-e-p k-e-e-p-s dot com slash loss for 50 percent off your first order of keeps hair loss treatments that's keeps dot com slash loss go there today we'll be right back Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> Rice and Gray's an awesome dude. Love that cat. 
Uh, we spent we spent some good time together. He's so freaking talented. The dude is so talented when he when he his music and he just owns the stage. He's a performer. You know what I'm saying? Like some people got it, and some people almost have it. Some he, don't have it at all. Some don't even have it close to. But you would hope that those people wouldn't like get on stage, but they do. Oh, they I do. mean, we've seen enough American Idol tryouts that, to know that some people just don't have it. And he's super talented with common sense. So smart. So smart. So, so smart. And such a good dude. Great values, great morals. I good love heart. spending time with him. And uh, I just love talking to him. I, I feel smarter when I get around him. You know what I'm saying? So... Because he, he makes me that way. Yeah. He just educates me, and I love that. And we got great ideas. Hot news, Natalie. So good to see you. You look lovely today, Thanks. as always. Uh, you guys were kind of sitting off in the wings while Bryce and I were talking. And, of course, Party Foul Steve is over at the pub. And looky, looky. Austin. Awesome. <laughs> you know, everybody's got the nickname, and I was just sitting there thinking, I like, what hits me? And she's Aussie. Uh-huh. Sydney Watson. Aussie. Sydney. I mean, you're named Aw, after a city in I Australia. Know. I know. My parents hate me. Sydney, do you know that Sydney, ever since I saw the movie Scream, uh-huh. was like, that's always Sydney. been one of my favorite names for a girl. <laughs> Sydney has been since yeah. you watched a horror movie. Yeah. Ever since I watched a horror movie. Love that. Because she was a badass. Yeah, well, she but was. I just thought it was. A, I thought it was a cool name for my a girl. My mom said that, uh, that Sydney's a strong name, and that's why she, you know, gave me that name. Did so. that one. Here we are. I mean... I would agree with it, obviously. Yeah. Here. <sighs> I'm wondering you... if uh, Tony would let me hire her to walk around my house and just talk in Australian. While you package shirts and <laughs> yes. stuff. We would have to improve my accent that way. I am reasonably certain that Tony would not. <laughs> <laughs> she might. She might let me have someone speak Australian to me. Well, clothes on, speak right? Speak Australian. Yes, clothes on. Natalie. I'm just asking. I need clarification. How did you take it there? I'm just I saying. I expect that about out of accent, him. You're I, talking about physical attributes being naked. Well, maybe I watch too much porn, but when I was thinking about <laughs> you saying walking around oh, your house, what? usually... In a French made costume or in, I don't know. That what universe have I fallen into? <laughs> and besides, what would I do with my current housekeeper? <laughs> <laughs> the French maid. The one with the, the ankle monitor? Yeah. <laughs> so you just exclusively um, want me to follow you and talk to you? Yes. Okay. That, I yeah. mean, I can do that. Done. That's done. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to have you talk to my phone. I would have to be the you. one that paid you to do it. Look, he ain't hiring you. Look, oh. it would have to be me. That's okay. I mean, that's okay. I mean, look, if this is the next, if this is the career trajectory that I'm on, I'm not complaining. This is fine. She doesn't fine. care where the money comes from. It's like voice from. act. You know, voice technically, actors. it's Love like that. saying you were born for it. Yeah. Aww. Right? You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sydney, you posted uh, on your Instagram story that you were here, mm-hmm. and my private messages exploded when I shared it over onto mine. Oh. They were like, oh my God, smart ass Sydney. <laughs> you got a smart ass Australian on the show today. Aww. Well, guess what? Not only is she on the show today, we're going to put her in the hot seat for tomorrow night's show, so yes. you don't want to miss that. So thank you. I'm doing everything I can to try to make you sort of regular on here. I just, and I know you got other obligations and you got other things going on, and I, I'm not putting pressure on you, but, and you're not the kind of person that gets pressured. No. No. No, not remotely. And I love that about you, but mm-hmm. when I know, I know, right? Like when I met you a long, long time ago, I was like, you need to be on the show. Right. And I appreciated that. And it like right off the bat, like you need to be on the show. That night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what well, doesn't sound right? That night after, in Vegas. No, after the show, we all went as a group with Joseph. We all went to dinner at the ranch. 
Yes, that's this exactly is, right. This yeah. is way better than Steve Helms. Way better than the Texas <laughs> legend Steve Helms. Uh, and Steve doesn't watch the show unless he's on it. So we can speak freely about Steve Helms. <laughs> it's fantastic. I alluded in the intro, today's Barack Obama's birthday. Uh, it's August 4th, 2020. Barack Obama's still the most corrupt president that the United States has ever had. Uh, Have we seen a birth certificate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all think? You think you think he was born in Hawaii? No. I don't Honestly, know. I don't know. He could have been been born anywhere, but well, he, he he can't have been born anywhere. He needed to be born in the United States. Um, but of course, the accusation is, and of course, Trump was big. You know, he was all about the birther thing about him being born right. in Kenya. Now, Barack Obama, in a speech, said he was born in Kenya. He said he was Kenyan-born. Didn't so, his brother also confirm that, too? Malik. Like, yeah, was, Malik Obama that... also confirmed it yeah. as well. Uh, see, the reason all of this stuff has turned into an absolute shit show is it comes down to Barack Obama, because Obama was the... Uh, I won't call him the Manchurian candidate, so to speak, but he was the guy who was supposed to set up a new wave of things happening because he said, remember, he wanted to fundamentally change America. And then Hillary Clinton was the heir apparent. It was bought and paid for. And when she lost everything, the billions of dollars that they had poured into this agenda just fell in on itself. Mm -hmm. And Donnie T messed it up, right? He messed it all up. Damn it, Donnie. By the grace of God. But Thank Obama God. still got the mansion by the seaside. Yeah, it's funny how a guy can be worth what? You know, a couple million maybe. Maybe when he goes into the White House mm. and comes out. Now he's got him a $15 million home on the beach. Uh, Martha's Vineyard. I'm telling you, there's money in this politics thing. Mm. I mean, the guy hadn't been out of office three years and he's got that kind of deal. That's impressive. I hope so for your sake. We all get to, <laughs> to read. Well, I am wearing my 22 jersey. <laughs> People are like, are you supporting the NFL? No, I am not. Are you supporting Emmett Smith's divorce? I support oh. Emmett Smith. And his divorce. I, that's not my business. Okay, he put it on social media. So Yeah, that's not my business. It's everybody's business. Man. I don't know who Emmett Smith's wife's been messing around with. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there but is I support the Emmett Smith. Wasn't she married to... Uh, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Is this Martin an NFL thing? Martin Lawrence. Shanae Nae. <laughs> yes. Martin. I'm the scat man. <laughs> now, I could be wrong about this. I get all my facts today from Natalie because the Sirius XM radio was out in the car. Couldn't listen to nothing on so the way So my Sirius XM subscription died in my car that yes. you're driving. Yes, and I texted you and said, dude... I have no and idea what's I going on. I need to renew the subscription. Yeah. Sydney, are you starting to get a picture of how I live my life? Yeah, here? no. <laughs> yeah, getting a really, really a I good clue. I did say if mm. I would put it on my plan if you need me to. Now, do you understand? No, it's my car. I know. <laughs> do you understand now why I said I'd be the one paying you to follow him yeah, around? Yeah, well, specifically, like, yeah. No, in this in this relationship, I get it. I'm seeing the picture. <laughs> and she I'm, still doesn't care. She is dialed as in. As long as I'm getting the money, right. though, in the you yeah. know aforementioned situation, I'm not really concerned about who it's coming from. I have to yeah. be totally honest. Oh, yes. I you want to cut me a fat a paycheck, go for it. I think this jersey makes me look fat. I don't think my fat makes me look fat. I think the jersey... I think you're trying to look black. Oh, my gosh. 
I said earlier to Bryce, and I want to be black. That's what I. Yeah. Go, I'm kind of following that whole thing. Yeah. I want. I, I'd get an invitation. You know, good and well. If I was a black dude that wore a cowboy hat, they'd already have me at the White House. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce has been up there three or four times. David Harris Jr.'s got a key to the front door. Brandon Tatum's been up there. Terrence Williams eats with them every day. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, Mr. President, why you don't give me some of that fried chicken? And <laughs> every day so with Terrence. Him. Every that day with him. Terrence. <laughs> Terrence, what you want? A slurpee? Every video. <laughs> the first time I met him, I was a. St- I mean, I'm nearly, what, six foot? Almost six foot. And I was so taken aback by. He's his, almost five his, foot. His stature. Yeah, no, yeah. Hmm. I thought yeah. if I stepped on you, you might die. Yeah. Yes. We have a booster seat in here. <laughs> we love Terrence. Uh, Terrence, our buddy from a long way back. We were friends with Terrence before Terrence was Terrence. You know what I'm saying? Back when he was just Terrence Williams. Now he's Terrence. Now he's one word. Good for him, though. Good for Terrence. You know what? You know what? From an adopted kid that didn't have a family, that got brought up and, and, and made a living laughing and eating fried chicken. Mm. <laughs> Using his black privilege to the max. <laughs> That's true. But you know what? He's, he's gone out to L.A. He's gotten good representation and management. He puts on a fun show. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's his funniest bit is when he talks about going to the laundromat and a Mexican birthday party broke out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny bit. <laughs> well, now I've learned My that. manager said, That's racist. I said... He's black. He can say whatever he wants to say. He's got a free game. He can do it. He can say it. I just and realized he's right. the black privilege, what you get, yeah. a trip to the White House. Trip to That's the White right. House, racist jokes. Yeah. Racist jokes. But, Terrence, it would be funnier if you said a quinceanera <laughs> broke out. That would be funnier than the birthday. Yeah. You went to a laundromat in the quinceanera. I shouldn't say. It. See, I can't say. I can't get away with saying those things. I know what you're talking about. So a quinceanera and happening at the Quinsignetta. laundromat. No, they are so beautiful. When They're they do gorgeous. There's that. You know what happening. we're gonna do? When I'm governor of Texas, we're gonna have. We're gonna do it at the governor's mansion. You can you can come rent it because I'm not gonna live there. Uh, you can have a quinceanera right there at the governor's. <laughs> Isn't that for twelve year olds though? Is that? Uh, 12, 13. 15? Oh, I thought it was 15 or 16. Getting excited when I know American things. That's what it means, right? 15? Yeah, that's like Mexican thing. Okay, but it's like a Mexican-American thing. Well, yeah, no, you're right. It's definitely Mexican. (laughs) It means 15, right? Candace? Yeah, Quinceanera is a 15. Why are you looking at me for this information? All I know is La Hacienda de la Personas. That is what the governor's mansion is going to be known as when I'm the governor. La Hacienda de la Personas. People keep telling me I can't say that. The they say the that's people. racist. I'm like, Spanish language isn't racist. I don't know if I'm putting the words together right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. It's Spanglish. Mm-hmm. But if you, and a, I was going to say, if you don't get lawn. elected, it's going to smell like weed all the time because of what's his name? Who? What? What's that dude running against you? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then I thought, you know, I'll be there. So either way, it's probably going to smell like weed. and Matthew McConaughey in a debate and how much nothing would get said? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, I just, I'd have to make fun of him, you know. I, I wish I, he's another one of them I wish I could do his accent. You got you to gotta whistle on the S. Is he a professor at the University of Texas? Adjunct. Adjunct. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Take you outside my AIR stream and make you a margarita so strong I knock him horns off. What does he teach? 
Uh, film. film. Okay. Film. He knows a little something about that. Yeah, yeah, that. that's true. I like Matthew. He's one of my I like his brother Rooster. Like They're good old boys. Yeah. Anybody with a East name Texas. like Rooster McConaughey, you got to appreciate that. East Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Candace? Somebody told me that the only way to win the governorship is you got to be good looking. Like oh. in this race, you got to be good looking. And they said, I'm better looking than Greg Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I could see that. Maybe. You're a lot taller, too. Okay. <laughs> Come on, uh, Steve. You're killing my campaign. <laughs> I can say personas de la hacienda de la personas, but he can't talk about that. Steve, you understand some punk kids out there getting paid $25,000 to do op research opposition research on me on you and you know what they're doing what they got all they needed in the first five minutes (laughs) the check has been cashed (laughs) it's true you just go with it that was a good point about being good looking because it's bush that's a good looking dude perry Perry was talking about me over the weekend by the way and richards Eh. Eh. that's a different Eh. i mean i'm a hog the grandma that's what she said she's the grandma i'm a hog Okay. Do you know I'm a hog? I'm a hog or you're a hog? I'm a hog. <laughs> that was the governor's wife. Yeah, and then you're a, no. Was her sister. Back Ima in the day. was the daughter's, Ima and Yura was the daughter's, right? I don't know. But uh, Somebody was talking about you. Rick Perry was a good looking man. Yeah, he is good looking. Yeah, he man. was talking about me uh, this past week. A good friend of ours down, uh, that's his neighbor, ran into him at dinner and said, uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Chad Prather? He said, well, holding my holding my opinion on until it gets a little bit further down the road he said but i know all about him like, of course you do sydney are you gonna stick around long enough are you gonna stay in america yeah yeah Good. i think so yeah Good. you're not a citizen no i'm a citizen yeah oh okay. it's it's dependent on you know whether or not trump wins the election and you know the <laughs> entire country basically bursts into flames which i guess is already happening right but australia <laughs> and we're gonna we'll talk about this more tomorrow yes. when we really focus on you mm. When you're in the hot seat. But Australia's damn liberal. Yes and no. Yeah, yes and no, I there, guess. There are conservative people there. Yeah. And there's conservative aspects to the culture. But yeah. governmentally, it's pretty... Well, I mean, it's a lot like Britain, right? I mean, Britain's yeah. basically sort of embraced totalitarianism. I mean, I guess they were always pretty totalitarian. Mm-hmm. You had the Queen and all that sort of stuff that weren't very nice to the people. But Australia's <laughs> always been sort of on that wavelength. Mm-hmm. You gotta uh, love it. But I mean, like, I don't know, like in my home state, for example, the way that they're handling coronavirus makes me want to fling myself in the sea. So, yeah, they've gone like full, full draconian psychopath. Do you feel like, guys, like I see these posters on the floor and on the ground and on the sidewalks and like outside of businesses? It's it's like Soviet propaganda stuff. It's like communism. I saw the thing, all this together we can, as a community we can. And I'm like, community, communism. I mean, you start getting into that. Nothing wrong with community by and large, but the way they're using it, it's getting a little scary to me. Candace. There's even billboards as you're driving in from Dallas to Fort Worth. There's one with an outline of a Texas Ranger and it says, wear your mask, it's the law. Oh. And it's just oh. very eerie to just see oh, that no. on the side of the road. It's incredibly eerie. I don't like it. It pisses me off, honestly. That's why you got to make sure you're wearing a Trump mask. I, I'm <laughs> all over Home Depot yesterday with my Trump mask, but the number of people said, I love your mask. I, no you were one in said a I, Home Depot. No one said, I hate your mask. Yeah, because they're all there. They're working. 
Where at Planned Parenthood? <laughs> you get pretty varied responses in a Trump mask, though, because same thing. Like yeah. I've been in, I've been into places, and people are like, "Where did you get that?" I'm like, "The internet." So K Dub Kevin Wade said that he wore his defend my you know our defend the police shirt. He wore it out. And of course, mm-hmm. Kevin's black. He went out. He said he got some great responses. He got some odd looks, but he got some great responses. Our buddy Rod Nelson, who's black, he's been wearing his out. He wears it to stir things up. His defend the police. But yeah, the Trump masks are great. I'm wearing under here. I got my MAGA Viagra shirt on. There's no way that you could wear this stuff, though, in like a liberal city. You would probably get beheaded. Like, yeah, that that would be it. Like you'd walk outside of your house and immediately your face would explode. So, well, I, just this whole this whole community thing, like together. I was I went by the by by the uh, Chick Fil A had a sign out this morning uh, that says, "Just remember, we love you." Who gives a shit? Like, I don't. Do I need Chick Fil A's love? Just Jesus. give me chicken. That's Jesus Just chicken. receive that alone. love. Just no, I mean it, they Chad. put my food in a box and stuck it out the window sweet. in a box. God no, no, fearing. no, no. That's that's shoe shining Jesus chicken. Oh yeah, shoe shining <laughs> Jesus chicken. Sorry to say, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Good lord, I, I'm having so much fun hey, today. And you didn't even bring me a chicken egg and cheese biscuit. No, I don't oh. know you. I don't oh. know you. Hey, y'all, hang tight. Be right back. Salt Lake City, this weekend is where we're going to be. WatchChad.com has all of the fun stuff. We're going to be at Wise Guys Comedy Club in Salt Lake City. So don't be starting any wild shenanigans out there and spray painting stuff. Uh, we're coming. We're going to be there. And we don't play around, y'all. We don't take you none of your Mormon trash. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love the Mormons. Uh, we love you, Jack Mormons, Jack even better because y'all drank with us. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be there. And then Casper, Wyoming is going to kick off the brand new Chad Prather's American Heyday show. It's going to be myself, Ben McPherson, the Texas legend Steve Helms, uh, the fantastic and ever lovely Bree Bagwell, and uh, some other players to be named later as we move forward. And then Billy Bob's Texas, Fort Worth, August 23rd. That show is on, it is happening. Tickets to sell on that thing. Dadgummit, I need to send them a promo video. But make sure you go to watchchad.com, get all of the good stuff, and uh, don't forget your little Chad Prather 22 koozies. Look at that, aren't those special? Sydney, don't you love it? Very cute. Sydney, do you have my governor sticker in your home? I do, yes. We practically live together. I look at it every time I'm cooking, and I just think, oh, Chad. (laughs) The future. Oh, I don't want to know what goes through your mind. Well, as I'm cooking and looking at your picture... I think Maybe everybody commenting right now, everybody, the fact pack, I know you guys are listening and you guys are watching, you're commenting. Don't y'all think Sydney Watson needs to be a regular on this show? I think so. Now, don't tell her bosses, but I'm telling you, we need to sneak her in. Bosses? I am the boss. You're the boss. Yeah, I am the boss. You're the boss. Her, yeah, don't don't tell anybody that might send her any checks. Let's just put it that way. All right? How about that? Yeah. No checks for anything. No. Nope. I want you on this show. I just know when I know when I know. Right? And Natalie? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I we dated all, an Australian. We all went just and shot guns the other night. Uh, we went to dinner. We had a blast with uh, Ariella Scarcella yep. and, of course, Kezia. Uh, Kez Schaefer. Love her, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the better half of Elijah Schaefer. Yeah, not a lie. <clears throat> yeah. I you mean, help me meet amazing people. I try to you connect. You really do. I'm, I'm, I'm a knot maker. Yeah. I tied knots in the net. 
That's what I do. Party foul, Steve. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, the puppet master, Mark. Guess what? Tomorrow, join us. Sydney's going to be sitting in the hot seat. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.